Hey, what is up, everyone? My name is John Tunger, and you're listening to 4-Minute Finance. Today is a really exciting day for the Tunger household. My wife and I just finished signing all the paperwork for our brand new home. Now we just wait one day for all the money to be sent and the deal to finalize. But it's a really good day, and eventually I need to do a series on episodes on buying a house because this process is so convoluted and so old school. But on today's episode, I thought it was fitting to give an update on the housing market right now where we're at in the middle of this pandemic let's get started what's up john yo Justin. So last time we talked about where the real estate market was at, I phoned one of the biggest real estate experts I knew, my mom, to get her take on where things were going. We got some valuable insight, and so this time I decided to call another one of my friends who's a big-time agent in the Bay Area. His name is Justin Thomas, and he had some pretty crazy things to say. So um, there was a road and off on this property in Castro Valley, and it was a huge fixer. Um, within the first day that it was listed, you could no longer schedule appointments to see it. Uh, and, uh, I think within like three or four days of it being on the market, they received 54 offers Whoa. and sold for 225,000 more than asking. Are you serious? I think prior to COVID. It- so obviously we can see that it's still a seller's market where there's way more people looking to buy properties than sell properties, which give the sellers leverage and they're able to jack their prices up. This is obviously dependent on the market that the house is actually in. So where we're at, it's the East Bay, basically on the other side of the Bay of San Francisco. It's still, as the crow flies, not that far from San Francisco. So if you want to work in the city, maybe now you only have to go there once a week and you can work remote for the rest of it. And this is also seen in a study that showed that there was around a 10% decrease in the San Francisco and New York housing markets because people are leaving those cities for these suburbs. But in general, when we look at the real estate market, it is definitely trending up. In fact, there was a report that came out this week that tracks the number of new housing starts, basically how many new housing projects have been started. And it said that we saw a jump of 23% this July compared to July of 2019. That's a lot of new housing projects that have been started and it's because once again we have these buyers who want to buy houses and there's not that many on the market and what we need to wrestle with is this idea that housing starts are growing we're seeing all the stats when it comes to suburbs growing what could possibly bring this market down and that's where we look at the number of delinquencies deferrals. Right now, there's a lot of people who aren't paying because they can't afford it, and the government allowed them to push that to basically the end of the period. That period now ends September 30th. A lot of private lenders, if you didn't get your loan from the government, offered something similar. And so those programs are still ongoing. So we're in a bit of a wait and see to see if that would actually affect things. 
but it's not like those deadlines are gonna surprise the lenders. They know that this is coming, and so hopefully they have time to prepare. Even when buying this house, they rechecked our income, our employment status time and time again because they're extra nervous. So it's not gonna surprise lenders when that time period extends. And in my mind, I think there's so many buyers that maybe we'll see a little bit of a dip in the market. And that's a very not passionate maybe. I really think that the market will continue to go up because there are people who will see this as their chance to buy houses. It's like when the stock market dropped, this is their chance to get in by the dip. Maybe you're in a spot where you're not ready to buy a house. You can't afford that big of a purchase, but you can look at the housing market, look at these trends and ask yourself, how does this help me when it comes to investing in stocks? And there's plenty of companies that are also trending up because of this housing boom. Home Depot just reported earnings and they said that they've seen a 35% increase in foot traffic since May. 35%. And they said a large portion of that isn't professional contractors. That's just everyday people. So a lot of people want to repaint their walls, build a shed in the backyard, grow a home garden. Guess where they're getting a lot of inspiration for this stuff? Pinterest. You go on there. Advertising revenue has to be surging. You can even look up ETFs or other index funds that track home builders. And so you're saying home starts are growing. I think that trend's going to continue. You can invest in those. There's a whole lot of companies that thrive when the real estate market is growing. So even if you're not ready to buy a house, there are ways that you can benefit from this housing boom. Will it continue in the future? My opinion is yes, but once again, I'm not a formal financial advisor. Investing even in real estate includes risk. Insert the rest of the disclosure here. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, TTYL.